Hello, you are listening to the Traveling with LK podcast with your host, me, LK. In this podcast, we will be exploring not only traveling tips and stories, but also how to develop and grow your purpose in life. If you would like to join me for a podcast discussion, just comment below. Hey everyone, I'd like to welcome you to my first Traveling with LK podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a while, but I've been making excuses not to from, oh, I can't find my mic to, oh, I don't feel like it today. And I'll dive a little deeper as to why my mindset has been like that. But thankfully, a good friend of mine that I just had dinner with in Washington Square Park here in New York City motivated me to go ahead and tackle this, record my first podcast. So here, here we are um, with this podcast. I want you guys to grow with me because I'm not a professional yet, but I'm growing my skills. So I hope you guys enjoy listening and I hope you guys are ready to grow with me because this will be a journey and an adventure perfecting podcasting. So to start off, um, this is going to be my last part of my Nepali series. So for those of you who have already read my blogs about my experience in Nepal, uh, you know about the appendicitis that I had um, and the emergency appendectomy I had in rural Nepal and how, I'll say, life-changing that's been. Um, my last blog, the blog that you can read under this podcast, um, pretty much goes over the last few steps that happened in Nepal. Um, things got much better after I took off in that plane from Baritnagar. I got to recover with a wonderful family that hosted me in Kathmandu. Um, we're family now, to be honest. They treated me so well and helped me begin the real healing process physically and mentally. So um, if you want more on what happened in Nepal and how it's changed my life and what's the purpose of this podcast now, what I'll be talking about today, go ahead and check out those blogs. Um, The links are below. So I hope you guys enjoy that story. But um, after my experience, for me, it it was a traumatic experience. A lot of people ask me or express to me how angry they would be if they experienced what I did, um, having emergency appendectomy, being pretty much abandoned, not knowing the language, the people who were supposed to take care of me were not there. Um, they would have expressed anger. They would still be mad. And now here I am in August. That happened about two months ago. Yeah, almost two months ago. And I, I don't I don't blame the people who say that for thinking this like that they'll still be mad about it but I'll have to say um I'm choosing not to feed energy into into anger um I'll admit I'm not I'm not gonna lie I have had negative emotions about um how I was treated um it has affected me um mentally especially the part where I felt abandoned um that's very mentally draining I've been taking the right steps to get past that um but in a part of that it's not choosing to put energy into being angry um I I acknowledge my negative emotions 
and I'm learning how to deal with them in a healthy way, such as listening to um, some pretty good podcasts like Having it, Having It All by Matthew Bivens. Um, that's definitely helped daily. Um, the people I surround myself with, um, and one of my friends actually asked me, the friend who motivated me to go ahead and tackle this today, asked me today, how do you stay happy all of the time? And I really had to think about that because from my perspective, I know I'm not happy all the time. Um, I'm definitely not. I'm, I'm human. Who's who's happy 24-7, to be honest? But the fact that the way I portray myself, how I carry myself, a lot of people, including herself, see that I'm happy. And that's a positive thing. So at first, my answer was about to be like, girl, what are you talking about? I'm not happy all the time. And I didn't be real with her. But she asked me again, because she's like, you, you never answered. And I'm like, you're right. So I, I paused for a little bit. I thought. And I would have to say it comes down to my motivation, my overall motivation in life. When something hard comes up, even if it's like an argument, something I disagree with, something that makes me feel um, uncomfortable or, you know, something as big as the experience I had this summer, um, I just think that this circumstance will not last forever. And I've even used that mindset in sports. You know, I played basketball, so running those suicides, you know, however many the coach or whenever the whistle will blow, when I was getting, when I would get tired, I would think, this isn't going to last forever. I'm not about to sit here the rest of my life running these suicides, you know? And that would help me push myself, my body physically and my mind to believe, to keep going. So that's my mindset. I tried to keep it as much as possible. There's, t- there's times where I don't keep that mindset, but that's the mindset I really focus on living by. Um, and another healthy way that I've been dealing with these negative emotions that I've had since my experience, um, one way is forgiveness. I have truly forgiven the parties that were neglectful, um, not for them, but for myself. And I want to emphasize that because if I don't, if I don't forgive them, that's just opening the door to hate and bitterness and even more negative thoughts. Um, This past Sunday, I went to my favorite church here in New York City, Gustavus Aldous Lutheran Church. Uh, I love that church. Great community, great people. Um, And Pastor Chris was going over his sermon and his sermon focused on love wins um and love does win uh at the beginning of this year I prayed to God um I can't really make a full-on set out new year's resolution but I prayed to God to help me and guide me in self-love um you know, I, I love myself, but at the time I felt like I, I wasn't investing enough into myself to, to truly know who I am and um, truly treat myself how I deserve to be treated. And boy, <laughs> I have to say, he has put challenges in front of me to redefine what love is in my life. Not only for myself, but for others as well. Um, 
almost nine months into the year, I have to say, uh, yeah, nine, nine months into this year, by far has been one of the most dramatic years of my life. Um, I've experienced a lot. I've, I've witnessed others go through challenging issues where I wouldn't fully agree that they chose to love themselves fully or be honest um, with others fully. Um, I've experienced light, um, loss of a loved one. Um, and then <laughs> I've experienced some academic issues as well, um, something that is very rare for me, but hey, it happened. Um, and of course, the experience in Nepal, all of it, to me, that, that's drama. That, that was just drama in my life that I'm not used to having um, consecutively. Um, but it's changed my perspective. And through it all, I've learned. I've learned a lot. I've learned um, how to respect myself, identify my values, and nourish the lessons that were being taught, and most importantly, grow. Um, what I prayed for at the beginning of the year, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm still processing it, but it's definitely helped me love myself more. I know who I, who I am. I know my worth even more than I did before. Not saying that I didn't know my worth then, but boy, <laughs> um, I have a vision board on my wall right now and I've, I've accomplished a lot of it, but I'm in the process of moving and... I want to throw it away. My mindset, who I am today compared to Lindsay, January 1st, 2018, two totally different people, two totally. And I'm so thankful. Um, the best I can do in life that I've, I've learned this, the best that I, I can do in life is to be my best self so that I may do for others through Christ. That's what I've learned so far. That's that's my one of my biggest takeaways. Um, so yeah, uh, this is a short podcast, but I'm in a transition season right now, and it's scary. It's terrifying. <laughs> uh, to that friend who said I'm happy all the time, I told her like, "Girl, right now I am so terrified." But hey, who's not? Especially in your 20s, this is a time of growing and transforming and figuring things out. And, and um, but that's life. And I know, I know the circumstance, I know this transition won't last forever. So that's what's keeping me going. And I, that, I guess that's what people see. And I'm very thankful that people see that. Um, so, yeah. So, overall, um, let's just talk about my blog real quick. Um, as I grow, as I find my purpose in life, um, the purpose of my blog is to share my purpose. I know that sounds redundant, but I just got to put it in a sentence for you guys, wrap that up in a nice package. Um, when I travel, I feel like I am my best self. Uh, I feel closer to God through the people I connect with and the things I see, especially nature. There's something about nature that just ignites that. So if you go on my blogs and you see the pictures in Nepal, um, those hills and mountains and value, valleys, oh, I felt so connected. That that was, oh, that felt so good. Best One of the best parts in Nepal. Um, 
and I think this I think I feel like my best self because I'm out of my comfort zone which means I have to challenge myself and I love challenges um I'm able to look fear in the eye the fear of being out of that comfort zone and from my last experience even hey I'll even say death in the eye and say I choose faith I choose faith because being out of your comfort zone is kind of wandering into the unknown, the wandering into the what ifs, what ifs, maybe, I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. I don't really know the language or da 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 da, da. Um, Yeah, so you have to lean on faith. You have no other option but to lean on faith. Faith of the people around you, the people you encounter as you travel. And I love it. I love it. And I've grown from that personally. So with this purpose, this this is this is the purpose of my blog. To educate, share my experiences and others' experiences, to be vulnerable so that you too can reflect and find your purpose in life and to grow in your purpose. That's the purpose of my blog. And to end this podcast, I'm just going to wrap up some lessons I've learned. Um, I've been talking about a lot of lessons I've learned this year, but these these two are the two that I'm taking away from Nepal. This lovely journey, this adventure that entered my life, and I had a lot riding on it. I was thinking this is this will be a great stepping stone to that global health job I want. Um, when I'm done with the fellowship, while I'm in the fellowship, I want to apply hard and um, get a job overseas. And then, you know, before I go overseas, I want to take the MCAT and apply to med school. That was my mindset. Um, but hey, life happens and my mindset is in transition. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. But these are the lessons I've learned. That it's important to let go of fear so that I may live. Laying in that hospital bed, I was so fearful. And fear and anxiety definitely have a high correlation with health. I'm in a situation where my body needs to heal. I just had surgery. You know, I'm just recovering from appendicitis. And if I keep my mindset and fear and having anxiety um it's not going to help me heal so I had to kind of check myself and I'm thankful I have I'm healthy enough that my mind's healthy enough to do that my second lesson was or is um seeing life outside my own personal filter so I'm referring to cultural views and past experiences um and that's where a lot of the anger came from. It was miscommunication, um, not going somewhere and not knowing the language, a lesson I've now learned that I will not do that again. Um, and not having somebody who could translate for me. Um, I'll make sure next time I travel that I have somebody at least around to translate me if I don't know the language. But, um, yeah, seeing life outside of my own personal filter is very important 
that's not just when you travel to another country. You can apply that to your job or relation, your relationships. Um, it's so easy to be in our own mindset. We forget to respect other people's needs and wants and how they survive. Like having strangers take pictures of me, I later found out that that was a cultural thing and um, having them posted having me posted up sleep in a bed on a Facebook by somebody who's supposed to be taking care of me. That was weird, but I found out that that's a cultural thing. So although it's weird to me, um, I understand. I still feel like it's violating and did ask for them to take it down. So I'm, I'm saying that um, as an example of keeping... It's a two-way road. It's a two-way road to respecting other pe- others' people's spaces and cultures. So those are my takeaways from Nepal. Um, that's also the purpose of my blog and my podcast. I hope you guys continue to tune in. I'll be posting these throughout my blogs as I go. Um, it might be a little while before I post some and to be completely honest I've had to mentally recover from my experience in Nepal and bounce back not only physically but get my morale up my courage up um, so I can do this so I can fulfill my purpose and speaking to you guys and posting my travel experiences is definitely one of my purposes in life so thanks for tuning in thanks for listening And, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. At the end of each episode, I will be featuring someone's response to one or both of the questions. What is your purpose in life? Or, why do you like traveling? The first person I will be featuring is my brother and founder of the live-action animated creation company, Bigfooters. Thank you for listening, and remember, health is wealth. If I can reach, you know, a group of kids now that can grow up and be positive role models to others in the future, that's how we build a better world. The reason I travel is to expand my mind. You can't learn being in one location. You can't learn without moving. You, you have to move. Uh, for example, if you live in one location your whole life, you might think that you know the world simply because you read a book or, you know, you watch the news, but that's not that's not the case. You learn so much when, when you're physically there, physically meeting people and interacting with others that you've never interacted with before. And this is the only way that you learn. So that's the reason that I travel. Thank you, Lindsay. I hope I hope this one is, is the one that you pick because